Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. Today on The Missing Pieces, we have episode number 16, Natural Pain Relief. It's an interview with James Kawaii Nui. Hopefully I said that right, a Hawaiian healer. And I am your host, Kelly Carter, a registered nurse, mom, chronic illness survivor, and entrepreneur. I aim to share my path through growing a business around my life and not the other way around. And I'm hoping to light the way for you to do the same. Today, our focus out of our three categories of health, wealth, and fulfillment will really be on two, health and fulfillment. We have about 20 to 30 minutes today with James. If anyone wants to call in with any questions on natural pain relief with James, the phone number is 646-668-2688. And if we have time, we will get some calls in today. Uh, to James. So James is a native Hawaiian healer whose family lineage can be traced back over 20 generations in old Hawaii. 17 years ago, in a moment of clarity and awakening, and after hearing a voice that said, it's time to go home, James walked away from the corporate world. His life permanently changed. He quit his job, sold just about everything he owned, and moved back to Hawaii. And he lived in a shack on the beach for three years. He spent his days listening to the sounds of the ocean and being awakened at night by the songs of the whales. I emptied, this is a quote from James, I emptied my mind, and though I didn't realize it at the time, I was learning how to listen and surrender. Through listening, he learned his kapuna. Ancestors had been talking to him for a very long time, using his knowledge gifted to him through his ancestors. James works with people both in person and remotely. James is an expert in eliminating chronic pain. So please help me welcome James today. This is a very good friend of mine. And James, welcome. Can you tell us a little bit more about that story, about how you came sure. into the, the world of this? Mm-hmm. No worries, Kelly. And, and I just want to thank you in advance for um, inviting me on the show today. I'm really grateful, and I love talking to people and spreading my knowledge and, my, and, and helping people grow and live purposeful and pain-free lives. So how all of that showed up, um, you know, it's an interesting story because for about three years before I quit my corporate job, something really um, strange started happening for me, and I didn't understand what was going on. And people started showing up in my office. Now, you got to understand, I I worked for this company for 17 years. I literally started on the bottom on the production floor as a production employee and in but when I quit my job 17 years ago, I was a senior manager in one of seven divisions that we had with the employees. We had about 7,500 employees, and we were probably a $450 million a year company. And and I did everything that was left-brained, which was inspection and testing and and I was an ISO auditor, nine, you know, ISO 9000 auditor. So, um, but this thing happened. People started showing up in my office, and they would talk to me. They would close my door, and they would just start talking to me. And they would tell me what was going on in their life. They would tell me that they were having trouble or problems with things. And that in the beginning, I first I started to want to say things, and then something inside me said, "Just shut up, James. Just listen." And I did. And it wasn't. It was the oddest thing because people would just talk themselves into a circle, and then they would answer their own question, come up with their own solution, 
And then they would walk out of my office and say, man, that was really awesome. Thanks so much. And I would be scratching my head going, what the heck just happened? And <laughs> and then this other, I, seriously, it, it happened all the time and I didn't understand. And then this other thing started happening and those people would walk in and they would say, I hurt here. I'm in pain. And I would look at them and I would walk over to where they were sitting again in my office and then I would put my hands on them and my hands would inevitably go to the place where their pain was in their body and they would and I would do stuff and I at the time I didn't even know what I was doing and they would experience pain relief and they would stand up and they would walk out of my office and said man you're amazing and I would be scratching my head going going what the heck just happened and so that was happening before I quit my corporate job but it was just I was in a place where I wasn't happy my soul was dying I was probably the farthest, I'd, not probably, I was the farthest I had ever lived from the ocean, which is about, oh, God, 1,500 miles from the ocean. And I'd never done that in my life. And and I just got tired. And so when I heard that call and that voice that said, go home, I did. I left. And and that's been the journey my last 17 years is this journey of understanding what that meant, understanding what my purpose was, understanding that I have this ability to find the pain in people's bodies and and help them permanently relieve that pain. That I think that's the part that's amazing. I mean, you've experienced this, Kelly, so you know, you have, you know, first hand experience of that, you know, of mm-hmm. things leaving. You know? Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Like how much of this is people's own pain and how much of this is generational? How much is this they're carrying or can you just tell me a little bit more about that i i'm really interested in the generational healing part yeah and i i can I'd, I'd love to you know the pain as itself and this is my humble opinion this is where i you know i stand on this because in my experience of working with people over these years i've come to this conclusion and and you know there's science behind it and you know that there's science behind it but all pain is based in emotion. It's an emotional reaction to something that happened to us. And and you talk about generational pain, and we talk about pain that we we are carrying. When this is about this is a long roundabout answer. I'm going to give you, but when we okay. experience some kind of when we experience some kind of injury, right? The body absorbs an impact, or and if it was if it's physical, if it was emotional, somebody saying something to us. When those events or things that happen to us are so profound and they're so deep, it actually creates a place inside of us where it stores the memory of what that was, and it's stored in. As, as almost like a snapshot. I mean, we don't even have time to explain the whole process of cellular memory, but inside of that, it's like a snapshot that goes not only stored inside of our brain, inside of our minds, but it's actually stored inside of our bodies as a response, as a reaction, as an emotion. And sometimes when those events, I don't even want to call them, yeah, I'll just call them events. When those events happen that are very, very traumatic, those kinds of the picture that it takes and stores inside of its body is so profound that it, it literally changes the DNA makeup of an individual. And so when I'm working with people and I find pain, I, I, I'm going to say it's about 
or even higher, actually I would say 60-40, 60% of the time, a lot of the stuff that we're carrying is generational information. We, we learn from our parents. You ever heard anybody say you look like your mom or you act like your dad? It, it's true. Mm-hmm. There's behaviors, there's patterns, there's, there's um, events, there's knowledge that we carry that we inherit from, from our ancestors, from our lineage, through our lineage, through our parents. And in my work, um, and then because they're in, they're part of us. They're such a deep part of us. The reactions are unconscious. It's just who we are. It's like the the easiest way to explain it for me is is the basic programming inside your computer is running right. The operating system, all that information, mm-hmm. all those memories, all those reactions are part of that operating system. And so, so whatever would you say happens, you're downloading life, new programming or changing the programming would you say that i updating we it? <laughs> are updating it and it's and it's really interesting it's almost what we the other part the other part of what happens when i do this work too is, is literally deleting um unusable files i mean if you if we're just going to use a computer analogy and we look at it that way that that's actually what happens I've had experiences before where I've actually been able to see this happen in people's bodies. And this is really trippy when this happens. And not everybody will, you know, believe me or, or you know, understand me, understand this, and that's okay. But I, have you ever watched the computer defrag? You know, you know when, the, when you hit defrag? Mm-hmm. It, not, now computers do it automatically. About 10, 15 years ago, you had to actually hit the computer and defrag it. And so it would take all the random files, and they would line it all up, and you would actually, if you sat, I used to watch and sit, this didn't watch it, and and all the files would go, all the random pieces. It's almost like a Tetris game, and then it would all line everything up. I actually saw that happening in people when that was going on. And so what we're talking about here, though, is vibration and frequency, because when we're changing patterns, especially with with you know chronic pain, you know, because that's really my the the, the depth of my work is chronic pain. We're changing the vibrational frequency of the muscle, of the body, of the emotion, of whatever that is. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's sometimes altering that program, sometimes deleting that program, sometimes updating it. Does yeah, that make I, sense? I, yeah and, and from a personal standpoint, what, what it's helped me when I come to see you, which I come in person, but people could come to you over the phone or, or uh, face-to-face on a computer. But when I come to you, I do feel that. What you say, defrag, it sounds so strange, yeah. but um, I've told you this before. It felt like pixelation or whatever when I'm releasing that. And so when you say defrag, it completely makes sense to me what you're saying. But we're just updating the vibration. We're changing those belief systems too, right? We are changing the belief system. We're, we're actually what we're doing is we're raising the vibrational frequency inside of a body because emotions have a vibrational frequency. Negative emotions yeah. are lo- are lower vibrations. And you hear that, and you know people see that and read that all the time on Facebook and Instagram and all the different places that you research on the on the internet. But it's true. Mm-hmm. Negative vibrations, yeah, negative negative emotions have lower vibrational frequency. And higher and so or when, good have higher. Uh, exactly. So as we do this work, and, and even when you do inner work, so you know meditation and, and, and things like that help raise your vibrational frequency. But what, what we're doing inside of the body, because we're talking about pain, right, is we're releasing 
lower vibrational energy, and we're also allowing energy to flow through our bodies again. You've experienced that, and I, you know, I know that this is so crazy, but you actually can feel energy moving through your body. That, that's, that's one of the first places it's that I go crazy, to. It's not crazy, though, because if you think about it, you can feel your heart beating. That's energy moving in your body. You know, it's not crazy. And, exactly. And when I, think of, yeah, when I think of pain, I think of it as a low vibration and as a stuck vibration, really. So it's almost like a stuck vibration. And so what you're doing but, is helping move that, right? It, and you're exactly right. It is stuck vibration. So I think about somebody that has, like, like, so you hurt your ankle, right? You twist your ankle. Well, the last thing that you're going to want to do if you twisted your ankle is move your ankle because it hurts, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's natural. It's a, it's a natural reaction when I feel pain to, to either to move away from the pain or to not move, to become immobile so that I don't feel it. Like if you have a headache, the last thing you want to do is jump up and down, Right. The, the, the mm-hmm. only thing that you want to do when you have a headache is lay flat, be quiet. Sometimes if you have migraines, you go into a dark room because even just light creates that, right? Well, what happens when you do that inside your body is you're actually interrupting the flow of energy through your body. That's exactly what happens. And so a muscle contracts because it's in pain. And so when it contracts, it's holding on to the energy. And so then what happens is through the, through the process of the work, through the, and this is with anybody that does this work and, and people uh, who are aware of what they're doing and sometimes not aware, but what you're doing is you're releasing the muscle, you're releasing the energy, you're allowing the energy to move through it again. And that's where and blood to flow. sometimes, and, I'm sorry? And blood to be able to flow and energy. And, and blood, yeah. So, everything. yeah. So just from a just from a physiological. So we talk. Let's talk about this from a physiological standpoint. Exactly, blood flows, which brings energy into the muscle or wherever it is inside of our body, which allows it then to clear the toxins that's being held because that's what happens. You know, we hold and you know this as a nurse and a scientist. You know, holds lactic acid, right? We, the body holds the whole body holds toxins and the body holds um, impurities, and when we allow the flow of energy to move through the body, get those impurities get released and they and they move through the body, and we allow the body systems and the body functions to then create the flow of energy to release all of that. It's so, fascinating the whole process of it. What I've noticed, just like you said, people avoid movement. They're avoiding that um, hurt. But the thing is they have to feel that hurt at some time or something. I, I think people are trying to just push it down, push it down, push it down until they're at a point where they're physiologically so sick that they have a wake-up call or, I don't know, something. But the thing is I, I think people don't realize you have got to feel it, whether it's emotion or stretching through that, to heal it. You mm-hmm. have to do that. You um, And – they think that they're avoiding initial pain, but they're creating more pain in the long run, right? They're creating, they're, they're, yeah, they're creating something that, that has very long-term effects because if you continuously interrupt the, the flow of energy, right? And, and what literally happens from a scientific standpoint is that when we stop, we, we can disconnect the pain receptors. So that's what people do. They disconnect their pain receptors, and all of a sudden that sore back is still sore. But inside of us, we've decided, oh, I'm going to ignore that. And so it, and you ignore it. 
But the reality is that the body's still in pain. There's something that's still out of alignment there. And so the more you ignore, the louder the body knocks on the door. The more you ignore, the louder the body knocks on the door. And then all of a sudden, this pain that you hadn't paid attention to four or five years ago or even six months ago now is debilitating because you haven't done anything. And and that happens. And it happens like that for emotions as well. So, you know, one of the pieces inside of that, I think, and this is, again, my humble opinion, is, is us having to take responsibility for our lives or what's happening the, the 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 circumstances around it and and you know what we oh my done. gosh you're hitting the nail on the head I am so annoyed yeah. with people that will not take responsibility they're like it's the doctor it's I can't get into surgery or I can't do this it's like get rid of can't get rid of should get rid of disempowering words and take your effing power back stop saying it's someone else's fault <laughs> you've got to face the pain. If you don't face the pain, then you're just going to make it worse and worse, right? Do you have any tips for people to – I know, of course, they should contact you, but I'm saying at home, any tips for actually facing that pain or, or you know, stretching or I don't know, what kind of tips could you give people um, to kind of help move through their pain, physical pain, at home? What would you advise? Well, you know, it really depends on what the physical pain is. And, and we have to be really careful about telling people what to do because, you know, some people will take that and say, well, you know, James said do this. And and, and I want to make caution people, you know, if it, if there's legitimate pain, you really want to go see a physician. You want to go find out what's going on. It, it And inside of that, though, the thing about it is, is a lot of times, instead of really looking at it, we ignore it. And so, you know, you, you actually hit the nail on the head when you said stop ignoring what's going on, right? It, I find when I can walk someone through the process of the pain that they're feeling in their bodies, right, the, the, they think that the pain is very deep. So I'm just going to paint a picture. Like they think that that pain is so deep that they can't actually get through it. And yet when we sit quietly, and that's, the, and that's one of the keys is being able to sit quietly, and focus inside of whatever that is, a lot of times you find out that the pain's not that deep. It's actually pretty shallow. So can I, get, can I tell you a story? Is this, sure, just please. like this, this crazy story. Um, I had someone that come and saw me a few months ago, and they had had shingles. And they had, they had had shingles like 10 years ago. And for people that don't know, what that is, the shingles is a, um, um, the byproduct of people that have had, sometimes that have had... Um, uh, chicken pox. Chicken, chicken, chicken pox when they, were, when they were young. So he, he, was an, um, he was an older gentleman, and, and he had shingles. And he had such a severe case of shingles that the, that the nerve pain, because that's what shingles is, is nerve pain, never went away. And, the, and he had had it for 10 years. And he had gone to every doctor, tried every treatment to get the pain to go away. He even went somewhere where they actually went in with um, a cauter- cauterized all the nerve endings where he had his pain and literally killed all the nerves. So technically, he shouldn't have, she shouldn't have been feeling any pain. And yet, he was still taking pain medication, and, and it was substantial. And, so, you know, people talk about um, the over-prescribed um, pres- you know, pain medication. Well, he was there. and But the thing about it is he needed it because it was only taking away about 5 or 10% of it. In 
one session with me, what we came to find out, and this was really amazing when we did this, and he actually didn't have physical pain in his body. It was the emotional aspect of the pain that he was carrying, which was creating his pain. And The cellular memory? The the memory of the pain was caught inside of his body. And what happened in that process with me, and I only saw him twice, was that when we went inside and he realized that he was holding on to the emotion and and it wasn't physical pain per se, um, it shifted. He, He shifted. He he went from taking medication every day to almost taking none at all in the in the span of about three weeks. I very Which much I was, uh, my belief is at all pain. Of course, there is some physical aspect that has an emotional root to it, and 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 you can go to the doctor and you can have surgery. You can have and the thing is, I deal with a lot of people with chronic illness too, and. You can go to the doctor right. and have surgery after surgery. You can have medicine after medicine, and it's never going to heal. The thing is, there's a difference between cure and healing. And I like, I just came across an article. Cure is quick. It's passive. Someone else does it. You're waiting on someone else. Cure mm-hmm. is relatively painless. You know, you may go get shocked in your neck or something or whatever. Healing is slower. You must do it. It's active. It is um, you facing it on head on, stretching your body. It's you doing the work, no one else. And it takes no both. It takes both to actually get well again. So there's people out there that have chronic illness, chronic pain. You've got to do both. You can't just depend on the doctor to do everything. You've got to do your own part as far as spiritual healing, emotional healing, uh, releasing anger and resentment, and eating right. I mean, a five-year-old knows you what you put in your body uh, creates your cells, right? But for some reason, that's mm-hmm. often Western medicine. So Western medicine is great for quick surgery, quick relief, you know, a, 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 maybe like a, what a, a cane or like an assistive device. But the true healing mm-hmm. is going to come between you and whatever your spirit is and you and your body. And that can't happen. You, in order to heal, you've got to go through it. No problem. Uh, you can't go around it and keep stuffing it down and stuffing it down. And, and this is something I've run into and it's very frustrating to me because people are like, oh, it's the doctor, it's this, the surgery didn't work. No, you got to do your freaking part too, right? And that's where you, you and you I come to. in, right? Yeah. I, I, I tell people all the time, you know, so um, I'm, I'm not going to heal anybody. I don't heal anybody. Mm-mm. But what we do when no. people come to see me, it's, it's a collaborative process. You know, I, I make a joke of it. Then, yeah, I make a joke of it. I tell people when they come to see me, I said, just look at me as the tour bus driver is what I tell them. And I said, I know this sounds kind of crazy, but the tour bus driver takes you on all the different places. In other words, I take you to the places in your body where you're holding whatever it is, pain, emotion, whatever that is. And when we get there and I show it to you or when we find out where that is, right, then you make the choice. In other words, when you get off at the stop, you're at the Grand Canyon, you stop at one of the stops so you can go out and look at the canyon, right? When you get there, you decide what you do. You say, oh, my God, it's too hot, or, oh, my God, that's beautiful, or, oh, geez, there's too many people here, you know? You make all those decisions. Yeah, it's too scary, exactly. So it's a collaborative process, and it takes people being taking responsibility for their lives. And I know a lot of people out there may not want to hear that because it's way easier to blame somebody else that at some point we have to take responsibility for what's happening. You know, you, you can't Every take responsibility. Ob- obviously, yeah, you can 
some people say you can't take responsibility for the accident or the person that hit me that created the whiplash. You're right. And at the same time, I can take responsibility for how I take care of that injury or whatever's happened to me and be active inside of it and try to find out what's 100%. going on and then, and then move past it, right? And so this is yeah, about Yeah, I was in domestic empowered. violence. I had, yeah, people come to me all the time and say, well, I have a birth defect. Yeah, so do I. Guess what? I took my power back and started doing it. It's a slow process, but we have to take that power. We only have five minutes left, so I want to make sure we get to this. Um, how do people reach you? It, it's super easy if they want to. I'll give people my website, and this. It's www.james, and I'll spell the last name, Kawai Nui, right? It's K-A-W-A-I-N-U-I.com. So they can go there, and they can find me if they want to, and they, um, they'll have contact information. You can just click a button and, and um, send me an email. You can go on Facebook at James Kawai Nui. I'm there. Um, Gosh, you can go to LinkedIn, you can go to Instagram, you can go to Twitter. You know, if if, if I also put these Google, links on the on the site or on the under the oh, video. Cool. And and if you just go to Google and you Google my name, it, it'll come up. I'm finding out that um, it's funny because I live, you know, we live in Phoenix, Arizona, and and at least once or twice a week now, I'm starting to get people from Hawaii that are calling because. Um, I guess they're looking for Hawaiian healing or Hawaiian healer and, and, the, and comes up. So if, if you can't find me any other way, you can just go to Google and, and Google um, directs you to my website or my Facebook page. So, Yeah. Well, they'll be able to click right below this podcast and find you. I know you offer right. a 15-minute free consultation too. So uh, do you invite people looking for help to do that, to just contact you? I, I I do. You know, you know, the thing about it is that the first place is having a conversation. So, that, you know, in the process of healing, the first place is going, I need to do something different, right? So taking control and saying, I want to change my life. And then, and then finding somebody, if it's not me, it's someone else. Looking for that, for that process, that person that you feel comfortable with, you know, and then, and then reaching out. And, yeah, I, I will sit in, in, and have a free consultation with anybody that contacts me. They'll say, James, I just want to have a chat, and I set up a time, and we talk for about 15 or 20 minutes. We find out what's going on. I tell you what my process is. If it makes sense and it feels right to you, um, then we work. And if it doesn't, then I say, you know, maybe this isn't going to work for you. And I, a lot of times I'll actually refer people to somebody else. So it's one of the cool things about doing the work and doing it for so long and having such a beautiful community here in Phoenix now is that we all reach out to each other and we all help each other and help the people that are coming to see us. So I'm, yeah, I'm a big because you want to make sure it's people. It's, it's, you want to make sure the people that resonate with you are, are close vibration, right? You want somebody that wants to work with you and is ready to move forward. And if they're not, there's probably yeah. someone else closer to what they need. That's great. I'm going to take a second it, and it I'm is. just going to, Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, sweetie. Go ahead. Okay. I just want to take a moment and um, uh, promote an event that's coming up that I'm putting together called Soul Saturday, where people can refuel, reconnect, and renew. So if you're someone that's running low on time, energy, feeling pulled in every direction by your family, feeling disconnected from who you are, and if you're feeling stressed and 
getting in your own way of a peaceful and joyful life. These are the people that I want to grab a girlfriend, a sister, a mom, a coworker, and join us for this Soul Saturday in Gilbert, Arizona from 9 to noon on October 7th. We're having this event. It's $97 a seat, and you can bring a friend for just $47. This is for women who desire peace, inspiration, connection, fun, feeling refueled, reconnected, and renewed. We're going to be trying to teach you how to find joy again and how to create a life you love. So in order to get tickets to that, you go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Soul Saturday to get your tickets. And um, I want to make sure to thank James for being here today. He has several programs, too, that he can teach you about in the free consultation. So to find him, the link is below. It's jameskawainui.com. You can contact him via phone or email. I surely I appreciate you coming on today. Thank you for coming, James. Oh, I, I, well, the first thing is, is I love you. I love you. <laughs> so, you, you, so you asking me to do this with you today was a no-brainer, you know. And and because we we live in the same world and we're and we're wanting the same thing for people, which is to help people understand that they can take their life, they can have that space where they're pain free and and they can do the things that they want to do. You know, you and it's I possible. both are really re, we're really passionate about that. You're passionate about that, about wanting to make sure that people have that opportunity. And so and so we're here to help you. We're here to help those anybody anybody that's looking to want to shift, it wants to, yes. to wants to change, and, and so, it's part of where they are. Yeah, please reach out to James. He's amazing. He's an amazing soul, even if you just talk to him for the 15 minutes. Um, I appreciate your time, and I'm Kelly Carter with The Missing Pieces, Creating a Life You Love.